0: It's I'm i taking my lead from the historical documents of that time. There's a letter from Hamilton to Lawrence where he says, and Hamilton, and Lawrence probably had um, had an affair themselves. himself. Their letters are just as I
1: mean, you're willing to say person. it about Angelica yeah. and Hamilton, um, so. Uh, Hamilton says Lawrence and oh, Hamilton. So why are we Wouldn't calling it an affair? Up. Why are we calling it? It
0: sounds so illicit so when we call it an affair. Really he had an affair uh, with Eliza. Said, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lawrence was first.
1: so there is there is a casual sexism okay. um that exists uh, among you uh well, let me
0: find the other one it's uh, feel like 947 you're like way yeah it's
1: over the government should yeah. yes. um it's it's I'm right yeah
0: and I, you know I'm right uh, one of the first letters he, <laughs> that's me uh, he has a letter I'm to right. John Lawrence where he says um He's talking about, uh, he says, I need you to find me a wife.
1: And that's of- what he's talking about. Yes, you pulled exactly what he was talking about. No, you pulled his words. You just pulled his words. That wasn't, that's not what his words meant. You are a writer, sir. Sir, you know better. Sir, put on, put on a little bit more critical glasses here. He
0: goes, Did you should find me a wife. Um, she should be pretty, but
1: not too pretty. No, that's um, not what very, he said. Like, bro. It's a very bro, yeah. And he goes, if she's been very not not too pretty that I have to like worry about it. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I hate that line. I hate that he says that twice, in two separate interviews.
0: That's all he takes away from litter, the letter. Hamilton literally
1: one. did not say anything about needing to worry about his wife being so attractive. No, especially not in that letter. Like, there's no implication that. She's going to be beautiful and then flirt with other people, so I'm going to have competition. Like, I'm going to have to worry about the fact that she's beautiful. That's not there. Okay, anyway. Uh, and point number uh, two.
0: Basically, I'm paraphrasing. And then he says, and
1: as to her political opinions, it doesn't matter what they are, I will
0: convince her to mine. Okay, oh, yeah, that's
1: fair. <laughs> so he does say that. But. Out of everything you could have pulled out of this Literally planet, everything. The only characterization you got there was... I'm insecure, and I don't want my wife to be pretty that other men might hit on her, and then I argue with people. That's all yes. you got, and also that's well, not even of that's it's that he not argues people.
0: true. Like I think for some reason in these interviews he was like really playing up the misogyny aspect, which is like fair. Yeah, none of them were like feminists. This is the, 18th even the century, letter that you needed to. Go but that's to what I'm that. saying. Like you, this is like a love letter to John Lawrence. And you could have picked any other letter to, like, discuss you his You not need a letter views. for it either. You could yeah. just talk
1: about actions that he took.
0: Yeah. But for some reason, we're taking this letter and making it about finding a wife, which the letter was not about. Also,
1: and this is not something that necessarily needs to go on the podcast but like if you're gonna talk about misogyny during this time period hamilton isn't the perfect example of that like he like you can say like he was casually misogynistic but, but he's, should, not misogynistic he's not as misogynistic as he could
0: have been <laughs> gold star anyway so welcome takeaways are to podcast Not helpful. number three where everyone mm.
1: is wrong about yes.
0: everything we're right <laughs> And everyone else is wrong because we're authority figures. Stop. So it's been over a year, but we're back, and we are ready to, Can you
1: get, get
0: off to of tear into this. <laughs> oh this April seventeen seventy nine letter. Here for. <laughs> yes. So the April seventeen seventy nine letter, so widely discussed, so widely known. No, you know, just so famous in many respects, but at the same time, so horribly um, misinterpreted, you know? And not that's not to say that there can't be multiple opinions or interpretations of a letter, because, you know, this is something a guy wrote over 200 years ago, and we're viewing it through a different lens, and we're all gonna come to our own results about everything. But at the same time, some things are just objectively wrong. So, so the first kind of main nutshell of this podcast is, no, this letter was not about Hamilton looking for a wife. And I state this as objective fact, and you may say, wait. Okay,
1: just literally, you you don't have to say all of this. He says it in the letter. That's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah. So how do we know that he's not looking (laughs) for a (laughs) wife? Done. He literally, I will read you from the closing
1: paragraph of of this letter. How about we just like let people know as you're listening to this just have the letter open. Like just have yeah. it open on your computer. It's it's, handy. it's, it's
0: public. Follow along it's with publicly us. Publicly available. Yes. On Founders Online.
1: Please don't send us
0: asks asking where you can find oh this, this letter. If you yeah, if you google Hamilton <laughs> Lauren's letters, it'll probably be like the first Google result. So there you go. Uh. But in this final paragraph to to Lawrence, he says, "Do I want a wife?" No, <laughs> and there you have it.
1: <laughs> well, there lady, you have it. This is why it's he's done. a writer. He's not. He's not a reader. He's a yes. writer. So, for some reason, um, but I will uh, say, in all fairness, nobody. I haven't heard any mainstream media outlet discuss this letter through like this lens, where they actually understand that it's romantically coded to exactly. Lauren's. So it's fine. He's just reading it the same way that BuzzFeed reads it. And everyone else on Earth who reads the line, find me a wife, and is like, oh, he's getting his bro to find him a wife. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of what I was going to say. Is like, we have some
0: attempts at reading it through a queer lens, like with the recent BuzzFeed video, and I know that was made by queer people, and it was looking at kind of their relationship, you know, in a very romantically like, focused way. But even they kind look of at this letter and say, Hamilton asks Lawrence to find him a wife, which... I mean like does he write kind of this paragraph about what he's that looking was for largely in a, way? a problem of yes, people
1: not knowing but... how to read letters in context of the time period yes, yeah. and then pull That's out the possible. intention of like people conveyed emotions and things in in writing that people nowadays if they read something wouldn't necessarily be able to pull out of it because these people were handwriting letters all the time Like they are probably pulling emotions like the same way that we pull emotions out of emails that aren't necessarily clear That's fair. But anyway But yes,
0: so, so so now that that this main point is is shared with you all, Um, we'll kind of delve deeper into this letter, kind of paragraph by paragraph, going over line by line. Yes, word by word. Open it up. Um, Open it up on your screen. Follow along.
1: Have it. Um, We could probably also put like a video clips of the lines.
0: True. Very true. Um, we will. One thing we will kind of do is go over. Um, last year, I, I had the desire to go through the entire April 1779 letter microfilm and decipher all of Hamilton's original lines and make a draft of that, which was is that, on my blog. That was the
1: year before last, because that's when we was did last the year. five letters or five words. That was last summer. No, that was the summer
0: June 21st, 2017. Yeah,
1: but you had the microfilm since 2016.
0: Yes. Well, I had, yes. I, I first looked at the microfilm August 2016, which led to the five words being deciphered by Cicero Perfecto here. Um, that was horrible. It was... I thought I was going to go blind. But you, you did such a great thing for also, multiple, the world I I had, like,
1: 15 different conversations open with different people about, like, theories. So... I'll have to try and find their names and link them somewhere, but there were a lot of people. There was who a were, lot going on. Who had? There were a lot of cooks in that kitchen. Too many cooks. <laughs> no, not too many. The perfect amount of cooks. <laughs> uh, um, but but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that, and we'll also get no, to some of the <laughs> questions that we get about what does it mean. Oh my god.
0: It's not yeah. It's not it's, that complicated. It's pretty straightforward. But anyway, so I made a. Uh, I typed up what I've taken um, to be Hamilton's kind of original draft of the letter and we'll kind of compare that in the areas where there's significant changes um, to his final edited version um, and then kind of make a couple of comments where there might have been some edits made by um, possibly John Church Hamilton. But I think the main one that I can think of is just the five words that were scratched out. I think everything else. Um, that was kind of changed or scratched out was done mostly by Hamilton in his own editing of the letter. Which is another great point to bring up, is that looking, if you have the opportunity to look at the um, Hamilton letter microfilms, which I think are now all available through the um, Library of Congress online, Um, You'll see a lot of his letters are fairly neat. Um, There's, you know, there's some inserted words or crossed out words here and there as is expected since, you know, it's handwriting and it's not going to be perfect on the first try and you need to make edits some way. But then you compare it to the April 1779 letter and it's a mess. There's, it's like smudged and black and crossed out and there's little inserts of words everywhere and like It just speaks
1: to how long he spent picking out the words in this letter. Also, it's not even just his son's edits. Like, they're his own edits. Yes. Yeah. You can tell the difference between the way that they scratch out words. There's differences in, like, how they draw the lines and the thickness of the ink actually looks like. And, like, you can tell when it's Hamilton himself going back and retroactively changing what he originally wrote. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can just see how much time he put into thinking of the exact wording and language of this letter which is kind of hilarious because, because he tries to kind of pass it off as this like oh here's my like casual no, letter that was completely intentional, intentional like, i think just the thing you know just to pass the you, time and john then he would not like spends live hours
1: editing this john like <laughs> would look at this letter get to the line where he's saying like oh am i just joking around and scribbling something down for my own amusement he'd get to that line and be like I can see this letter. <laughs> <laughs> which is, like, the most hilarious part of
0: it, is, like... It's visibly yes. had a lot of work done on it's it. It's like, let's not take the time to, like... Which, maybe it almost seems, like, intentional in a way, then, is, like... Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He yeah.
1: 100% wrote that at the bottom, like, don't pay yeah. attention to the fact that I've obviously spent hours pouring my blood, sweat, ink, and tears onto this paper. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Like, anyway. he didn't take the time to, like, let's make a nice cup. It's like, no... We're sending this out
1: as it is to convey all. Like of he could feelings. have easily looked at the word well, paper might have not been super super available, but like he probably would have rewritten it if that was that important to him. That it didn't look as fucked up as it did, but it it, it was a monster. Yeah. Anyway, well, we'll, well link that, that. Yes. Um. Analysis. <clears throat> okay.
0: So. I guess to begin with, what is the most famous paragraph of this most famous letter? The first one? Yes. Which we can kind of recite from memory, Mm. which is super (laughs) gross and ridiculous, but...
1: um, It's like the Pledge of Allegiance. It really is. Do we need to know it? No. Do we? Yes. Yes.
0: I feel like... We should know it more than the Pledge of Allegiance. This is more important to society as a the whole. the Pledge of Allegiance in Spanish. Why? Because they made us learn it. Interesting. Uh, so I feel like there's not a lot to say with this paragraph that hasn't really already been said because it's been so... But we're so... going to say it anyway. So yes. cold in my
1: professions, warm in my friendships. Professions is not necessarily about his job or his work. It's probably like admissions of friendship or affection. So right off the bat, he's saying... I'm kind of aloof. I'm not, like, a super warm person. But then he says, warm in my friendships. So, yeah, he, he's like, I have friends, and I'm warm with them. But then he goes on and talks about how he, like, doesn't want to get close to people. And so, like, in order to get into the category of friendships, kind of sounds like there's, like, some hoops to jump over. Anyway, he goes on, wish my dear Lawrence might be my power by actions rather than words. <laughs> nudge, nudge. To convince you that I love you. Um. Yeah. So he just said he's typically cold, and literally one line later, I love you. <laughs> like, Zero all right. Oh. Right away. Starting off strong. Uh. And then the next part is all just. Okay. There's some parts. <laughs> Wait. What did I link before YouTube videos? Oh yeah. That's oh, the... <laughs> like, is this is the song. <laughs> don't know what you got till it's gone. Skip to the main part. Fair. <laughs> okay, turn it off.
0: We're very serious in this podcast, as you can tell, you know, academic
1: all the time. Um. <laughs> he literally is like, Until you left, I didn't know how much I cared. You don't know what you got until so it's gone. <laughs> also, keep in mind, I think it had maybe been like
0: a Had it a even week? been a month yet? It had been like a week. I don't think, yeah, I don't think it was even a month. And he was like, I miss you. Come back, <laughs> please.
1: Uh these two um we have this whole thing like highlighted we do what is i'm still like the line taught my heart just makes me emotional It's so sweet it's like my heart didn't know how to love until you taught it how to love like what jesus is love? christ alex Baby, love me. and then the next parts are like indeed my friend it was not well done you know the opinion I entertain of mankind, and how much it is my desire to preserve myself free from particular attachments. Side note: atta- attachments and friendships were initially like switched in that first paragraph. Yeah, let so
0: me pull up that. Yeah, she maybe has it else. written
1: on her analysis thing yeah. of the original That's verses the main edited.
0: Of... so it used to say "cold in my professions, warm in my attachments," and then later on it said, "I desire to preserve myself from particular friendships." but then he switched it to what we know now as cold in, my fr- cold in my professions, warm in my friendships, and it is my desire to preserve myself free from particular attachments. So he made The one change. time
1: in his life that he decided he was not going to reuse the same word a billion times in <laughs> one paragraph. Yes. But he made the right choice. Like, that was, it just is better. It flows well. Yes. Just definitely, as, definitely. As proof of how much effort he put into this. Anyway, um, free from particular attachments and to keep my happiness independent of the caprice of others. So again, more of, of the, I'm aloof, I'm so edgy, no one can touch my heart. Who hurt you? Someone hurt this boy. Oh I yeah, did, probably the writing childhood. emo of... poetry
0: since, you know, the shores of St. Yes. Croix when he was talking, like <laughs> writing, like, sex poetry. Well, that was sex explicit poetry. <laughs> I don't yeah, know like, if that it counts. Was like
1: emo sex poetry, I don't though. know if that counts, though, because oh, we've God. all been there before. Have we? <laughs> We all go through through (laughs) the sex poetry
0: phase, it's okay. Uh, Fun fact, side note, did you know that the killer's original band name was the Genius Sex Poets? That's
1: fitting. It
0: is. It's on the drum in the Mr. Brightside video. I love how you know more about them than I do now. No, the only reason I know that is because I was looking at the drum and I was like, what does that say? And I looked it up and the original name was the Genius Sex Poets.
1: She had Mr. Brightside. That's true. She didn't have a teenage angst face. That's also true. Anyway, um... Where were we? He goes on, but as you have done it, and as we are generally indulgent to those we love, I shall not scruple to pardon the fraud you have committed, condition that for my sake, if not for your own, you will always continue to merit the partiality which you have so artfully instilled into me. So, a lot of more affectionate <laughs>
0: stuff, and one of the more interesting words, which doesn't yeah, that seem interesting at first glance, is actually the word partiality. So Hamilton has this habit, especially in his letters to You just skipped
1: straight ahead past a couple of my other notes. Then, okay.
0: Do not want to finish mine or do you want to go back to
1: yours? Well, now I've interrupted yours. Okay, I'll finish mine. So Hamilton has We're gonna this no. I'm gonna cut all of this out. Okay.
0: Are we, though? I am. Um, so Hamilton has this habit of using the word partiality as a substitute for, like, the word love in his letters. Um... Especially to Lawrence. I think he may have done it a couple times with Eliza as well. Um, but for his letters to Lawrence, um, there's a few examples. So this one, April 1779, then the January 8th, 1780 letter, where he says, However, your partiality may have led you to overrate my qualifications. That very partiality must endear you to me. And then in June 30th, 1780, he wrote, We all love you sincerely, but I have more of the infirmities of human nature than the others, and suspect myself of being bypassed by my partiality for you. So this word partiality comes up again, and he's like, "There's, I, I, I am partial to you, in a way, akin to love. But this I don't want to say that, but I'm partial to you.
1: As another side note, this is where I got the part where I was talking about him being like, friendship is a matter of dealing in percents because he's saying like part he's he's splitting up his affections basically and he's like or his his attention which i guess is a which also was reflected
0: later it. in, was it September 1780 when he's like um you think that if I get married, I will
1: stop loving you, but your intention this... to have me
0: married is misplaced. I will a part for the
1: public and another for you. Yeah, he does the same thing with Eliza, too, because he talks about like how he's too distracted to focus on his work because she's taking up too much of his attention. So he really is kind of trying to economize how he spends his time. And by saying like the partiality which he gives to specific people, he's saying, like, I think about you, and I can't help thinking about you. So it's kind of like... You're taking up my time, and I'm letting you do it. But anyway, okay so... That.
0: Also, I think we've neglected to mention that the entire theme of this first paragraph is the vine of the one man <laughs> saying, I love you, bitch. I am never gonna stop loving you. I'm just gonna put that bitch. vine
1: into the video. You
0: should. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like, I hate that you made me love you, but... I'm <laughs> not gonna stop. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so he talks, I like the part in, like, a couple lines ahead of that where he says, uh, you should not have taken advantage of my sensibility to steal into my affections without my consent. Like, calm down. (laughs) And then he's like, I shall not scruple to pardon the fraud. Like, the fact that he says scruple, it's like, I'd pardon you, but it seems like too much work, and we all know that I would do it anyway, so. (laughs) I'm not gonna scruple with it. Anyway, it's just a little fun thing. That whole paragraph is great. It's just, Which is why it's, it's so well It's just a fun little romp. it's great, yeah. I feel great. like he started, this is complete speculation, I feel like he wrote this paragraph before he got the letter about Martha. I'm like, this has a completely different tone. Do this is a think? conspiracy theory right now.
0: Do you think? <laughs> or is it more like lulling Lawrence into a false sense of security and being like, I love you so much and I miss you. But now it's time for the receipts. I feel like
1: these lines took time to think of, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't just pull this out of your ass. You can't. It's too poetic. I mean, maybe he could do that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's Hamilton. He probably read enough poetry and pulled enough from other people that he, like, had these on supply. But also, I don't know, it just has a very different tone from... The rest of it. And also, he goes through several different topics before he reaches the part about finding out about Martha. Yeah. So. Anyway. Onward. Um, do you want to hit the next paragraph? The first one. Uh, sure. Uh,
0: yeah. So, moving on to the next paragraph. We begin with, I have received your two letters, one from Philadelphia, the other from Chester. And... I like this line, as simple as it is, because it just confirms that Lawrence did in fact write to Hamilton and I get a lot of asks saying, you know, was this love one-sided, was Hamilton the only, like, did Hamilton love Lawrence and Lawrence didn't really like him back, why doesn't Lawrence ever write to Hamilton, and there's so much wrong with those questions, Um, not the least of which is that one, Lawrence did write to Hamilton, as we can see. A lot of these letters are missing or you know, destroyed or whatever. We don't have access to a lot of these. Um, but based on the context from other letters, we can prove that they did, in fact, exist. Um, secondly, Lawrence didn't write a lot in general. He's been sc- scolded by his father his whole life for not writing enough. He's been scolded by Kinloch in when they were in Geneva for not writing enough. He like Everyone tells him, he's like, why don't you, you, you write never? Please write more. Um, so that's just Lawrence in general. Um, and if you look at the number of letters that he did send, Hamilton is getting a large percentage of them. It's mainly, like, work letters between, like, Washington or Green or people of that nature. Um, a lot of letters to his father, which is, again, almost kind of a work relationship with his father being the president of Congress and Lawrence just spilling all American military secrets to his father in all of his letters because he doesn't know how to stop himself. Um... And then Hamilton is the other big one that gets a lot of letters. So, not only, you know, Ham- Lawrence is writing Hamilton, and he's writing Hamilton more than he wrote most people. We've, like, he, we have maybe one or two letters to his sisters during this time. We have.
1: Can I make a hand motion for when you're doing a tangent? Because <laughs> <laughs> you do this.
0: You know what? I'm getting. I like this tangent. It's a good tangent. Um, Basically, Hamilton. Uh, received letters from Lawrence because Lawrence wrote to him and we should stop asking why Hamil- Lawrence didn't love Hamilton or Lawrence didn't write to Hamilton so he goes because on. he did.
1: He goes on I am pleased with your successes so far or your success so far and I hope the favorable omens that precede your application to the assembly may have as favorable an issue provided the situation of affairs should require it, which I fear will be the case. Basically he's saying I'm glad that you're battalion idea has gotten passage from congress but i hope that these favorable omens continue when you go to take that idea to the south carolina assembly um provided the situation requires it which at that point in time i think they were about to go into was it they were about to storm charleston so
0: yeah there was a siege on charleston in may 1779 so there was impending danger and lawrence was like we should, you know, no, arm the
1: slaves. And then... Both this are, wasn't the time this that right before Georgia. Maybe gone from Georgia before you arrived. He was heading to Savannah. That's the first place he arrived. Because his fight at Savannah preceded the siege on Charleston.
0: But... He talked to the South Carolina legislature, though.
1: South Carolina's on the way to Georgia.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, he was... He was... <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: We're including this in the podcast with a little map. That I know just, where South like, Carolina trail. is. I know where it is.
0: <laughs> but um, he was getting slaves from South Carolina and Georgia. So, either or. Yeah. Congress had approved it, but he really just needed
1: confirmation from the state legislatures. <laughs> okay. I'll probably end up finishing that. Tonight. Oh,
0: God. One of us is drinking and one of us is very sober. Drinking whiskey, let that be known. I would be drinking if I didn't have other obligations that prevented me from being drunk. That sounds very ominous. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she drinks.
0: What's <laughs> a sip? Yeah, and you're a lightweight. <laughs> That's all I'm taking. Okay. So, we have Lauren's going south southward i'm already slurring my words for one step in and yeah, it's a great start um and then we have this giant paragraph about Lawrence's commission i, don't even I was want you to try I, say, I think
1: um cicero should take this one because it's about
0: military I tried
1: to chew over this multiple times and i had a little bit of confusion between the role of an aide-de-camp because it's still a strange concept to me um I'm not at the level where generals are important to my life, but. Um, <laughs> actually, that's a lie. You're always there. <laughs> so he says: In respect to the commission which you receive from Congress, all the world must think your conduct perfectly right. Um, basically, he'd received a line commission to lieutenant colonel, um, which is moving him from a rank that's more ceremonial and secretarial as an aide-de-camp to a general. Um, specifically General Washington, like generals at different ranks or major generals had aides that had lower ranks like majors sometimes. So Lieutenant Colonel was the rank that Congress appointed for the commander in chief to have work under him. So anyone who worked as an aide-de-camp to General Washington would automatically receive a commission as a Lieutenant Colonel. But that commission didn't mean that they automatically received troops to lead in the field into battle. Um, receiving a line commission basically gave him that authority. Um, So when he received it, he initially in, I think the November before, um, had been given a commission to be a lieutenant colonel, but he didn't have a battalion to lead yet. And the way that succession worked, um, it was very competitive during that time. And it could cause a whole lot of problems when people would have a rank above someone that they believed hadn't earned it yet. Like, for example, you had Wilkinson get promoted to major general just for carrying news of the victory at Saratoga to Congress. And a lot of people who were in line as brigadier generals to receive that major general rank were super pissed about that because he had broken the succession, and they believed that, hey, I've been leading troops and going into battle a lot longer than he has, and he gets promoted just for that. So little tiny things like that. Also, DeKalb had problems with that, like Marquis de Fleury had it. The Steuben even had it a couple of times with multiple different people where people would just be furious if you got promoted ahead of them. And Lawrence was, like, very mindful of that because when you work on Washington staff, you kind of have to see everyone's shit show that happens. Like, people just get so upset over everything, and you have to see it all.
0: Wasn't it also this time that his dad was president of Congress, so that also would have looked really bad (laughs) if it's like... (laughs) No, I think Jay was president at this point. Or was his father recently? Was his father president the first?
1: No, his father stepped down. It definitely... I thought there was a point where it overlapped, though. His father stepped down in 78. Why did I think there was a point where, like, (laughs) it overlapped with his dad being in Congress? That might have been in November. Maybe. Yeah, so he says, indeed, your ideas upon this occasion seem not to have wanted accuracy. So Lawrence had mentioned his kind of conflict to Hamilton by this point and said, basically, like, I'm concerned about disturbing the line of succession. I'm going to turn down this commission and hang off. So in November, he turned it down. And this is by April. He had finally accepted it. But on this occasion, seem not to have wanted accuracy. So this time Hamilton said, like, those ideas that you had that you were going to break succession and it wasn't okay to accept that position, this time you're wrong. And he goes on and says, you've had your scruples in great measure without foundation. So you've worried about it, but there's no reason to worry. By your appointment as aide-de-camp to the commander-in-chief, You had as much the rank of lieutenant colonel as any other officer of the line. Your receiving a commission as lieutenant colonel from the date of that appointment does not in the least injure or interfere with one of them, unless by virtue of it you are introduced into a particular regiment in violation of the rights of succession. So again, he's just saying the position of aide-de-camp automatically qualifies you to have the rank of lieutenant colonel, and getting that position from the date of that appointment, so for Lawrence in that case would be October 7th or 6th? I want to say seventh.
0: I think it's seventh because when was yeah. which day was Germantown, sixth? It was the day after.
1: I think. Yeah, so it was the seventh. Um, from the date of that appointment, so October seventh, doesn't injure anyone unless you're pushed into a regiment where you would be basically superseding someone who had been in there longer, and didn't have that position, um, and in this case, that wasn't. A possibility so he said which is not in the case at present neither is it a necessary consequence but in this case as it is in April of 79 when he's writing this as you were going to command a battalion it was proper for you to have a commission and if, if this commission had been dated posterior to your appointment as aide-de-camp I should have considered it a derogatory to your former rank to mine and to that of the whole corps which is kind of uppity but also like he's not wrong you would have insulted the entire United States Army with this promotion <laughs> no if they had dated it later than his actual appointment to aide de camp they would have insulted every aide de camp ever <laughs> yes
0: even ones that existed before before this war all included he even was ones like, that exist in the future just every, every <laughs> all aid the aid to camp
1: so the only thing that he sees wrong in it basically is that Congress, by their conduct, both on the former and present occasion, appear to have intended to confer a privilege and honor and mark distinction upon you, which they withhold from other gentlemen of the family. I'm not completely sure of the context of this, but there may have been other aides to Washington who took line commissions that weren't given the rank of lieutenant colonel dated on the day of their appointment. Um, Because he does say, like, Congress is giving you a privilege by giving your commission on that date that you had picked up your commission is aide-de-camp. And so, him saying that they've conferred onto you a privilege that they haven't given to other gentlemen, it kind of does sound like somebody had taken a commission as a line-officer that didn't get put to that specific date. Anyway, um, carries of air of preference, and then he goes on to talk about how much they love his character and merit, but they're uneasy about that. Um, why did I highlight that and just write my dear Jay? <laughs>
0: Excellent comment My dear Jay, indeed
1: I highlighted the words, my dear Jay And wrote, my dear Jay
0: It's important
1: It's cute There were other times that he called him Jay Was that significant for some reason?
0: I think this was the only time he called him Jay That's weird (laughs) Well, this was also the only time he almost called him Jack Which we get to later
1: Um. Um So he goes on, I wish you to understand me well. The blame falls wholly on Congress. He, like, emphasizes multiple times, like, Lawrence, this is not your fault. I repeat it. Your conduct has been perfectly right and laudable, and you rejected it when you should have. And he goes on and on. He's, like, reinforcing, like, you are valid. (laughs) John, you are so fucking valid. (laughs) Like, the entire thing is just him basically saying you're a good person. Stop beating yourself up.
0: Which I think because kind of speaks to a lot of how John seems to be feeling a lot, where he's constantly like, am I doing the right thing? Am I being a good person? Which I think wait, this actually comes up in one of the next letters from Lawrence to Hamilton, where he's talking about um, where he's in Philadelphia, and it's where he might be appointed as like a Minister. secretary to France. Not the ministry, yet, but like the secretary position. And he's like, I didn't want to go, but, like, should I have gone to be a good citizen? And it's like, that's the whole, like, was I acting to, like, the Kalos Kagathos kind of thing? And, like, was I upholding my duties? And you see this recurring a lot where he's just like, am I doing the right thing? Or am I just an awful person? I want to go die. And then Hamilton's like, you're fine. Please love yourself. Um, And then just kind of across this entire paragraph, there are several changes from the original to the final um i can't say that any of them are terribly significant a lot of it's just kind of a couple rewordings of the different parts about the commission um i'll i'll have like a link to my post in this so you can kind of compare it for yourself um uh, he did take out a my dear. Interesting. He initially said, Indeed, my dear, your ideas upon this occasion seem not to have their wanted accuracy. And in the final, he wrote, Indeed, your ideas upon this occasion.
1: I like to think that was when he initially learned about Martha Manning, and he went back and started Crossing editing. out the my ideas. I really think this letter happened in multiple iterations, but I'd have to look closer at like his handwriting to see if it differed at any point. I haven't looked that closely at the microfilm besides the five words.
0: So. Oh, but he did change it from, he initially wrote... But in this, my dear, I wish you to understand me well. And then in the final, he wrote, But in this, my dear J, I I wish you to understand me well. So he took out a my dear earlier in the paragraph, but then added the J to make it my dear J. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Maybe we're back to my theories about he only called him by pet names whenever he knew that he wanted to make John mad. Probably. <laughs> like- I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Uh,
0: so now that we've tackled... That beast. We do have a bit more of military...
1: Yeah, so report. nothing's going on at headquarters. Yeah. Total stagnation of news here, political and military. Gates refused the Indian command because he's a useless sack of shit. Sullivan has come to take it. Basically, this expedition was against the Loyalists and the... Um, I think there were four nations of Iroquois which sided with the British. Um, and they were pretty powerful... Um, enemies, especially throughout like all of colonial American history the Iroquois were um, a very powerful force in the New England area and, and throughout New York, pretty much. Um, yeah, it was useful. The goal was to destroy more than 40 Iroquois villages and break the power of the nations in New York. Um, it was successful in that Um, It also opened up the Ohio country for after the war, so that's how you see some of the expansion into Ohio occurring directly after the revolution. Good old Ohio. Um, Other than that, the important part here to Hamilton is the fact that Gates wrote a letter, um, I think it was to John Jay. I have to pull up the documents. I think Jay was the one who ended up writing to Washington. Yeah, Jay tattled. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone loves to tell Washington. Fair. Everyone loves to tell Washington when Gates is talking shit because he's a useless. He's a useless little man. So this is pulling from the writings of George Washington. General Gates to the President of Congress, um, the enclosed copy of my letter to General Washington of the fourth instant in answer to his of the 14th, which was February from Middlebrook, will give Congress a true idea of my, this is Gates talking, a true idea of my opinion respecting our entering Canada, and the only route we can take with reasonable hope of success. Side note, remember last time they asked him not to go into Canada? And this time he's like, now that they want me to do it, fuck them. Um, The only route we can take with reasonable hope of success. Individuals, and not the public, will be benefited by an expedition into Canada. Sounds like last time when you wanted to do it. Uh, by either of the routes from Albany, that of Coos alone is practicable, but not without the cooperation of the allied fleet. General Washington's letter of the fourteenth of February is enclosed. This is the part that John Jay um, tatted on. He wrote, "It being the only letter I have received from his excellency since December, Congress will immediately judge of the extent or limitation which it is proper to observe in their instructions to me." He's basically like. Congress will look at this and see why I'm not listening to him. And (laughs) so, Washington hears about this, of course he's not happy about it, Hamilton has to write to Lawrence to tell guess who's at it again, because Lawrence was there through the whole cabal issue. It's a great thing. And then Hamilton writes, tis no great matter, and then he says, but a peculiarity in the case prevents my saying what? So I'm, I'm not sure what he considers the peculiarity, but I think it's because Jay was the one who told Washington what Gates had said, if I had to guess. Someone can correct me on that. I don't have enough context to know for sure. Oh, I don't think anyone's going to correct me No on one's going to know. No <laughs> one's going to dig into it that deep. But I love my political conspiracies from this time period. It's all so petty. CVs. It's so petty. And it's all they just so- like Washington versus Gates. <laughs> Which is great, (laughs) great because he was useless. He was so useless. The one time he finally got a good command in the South, he just failed. Over and over and over, until they replaced him with a Quaker. Like, (laughs) I always forget that
0: Green was a Rhode Island Quaker, and then he, like, wins the Southern campaign for us. And we love him. What a guy. We love him for it. I also just love his, like, another tangent that I love to get onto, is just his, like, blatant, like, everyone, like, pretty much everyone else you see talk about Lawrence is like, Lawrence is the best. What a great guy. He's so kind and charming and smart. And Green is like, yeah, but he's rash. This gay bitch. And, yeah. He's a dramatic gay bitch. And Green held so much like, I love his honesty. I think that's why Washington
1: true. liked him. Yes. Because he couldn't trust anyone. But he trusted Except for Green. Green. So he's a Quaker. You gotta trust the Quakers. No, you do not have to trust the Quakers. We'll look at Lafayette. He hated the Quakers.
0: Why did he hate the Quakers? Because
1: they wouldn't fight. Oh
0: yeah. But that was because it was against their religion.
1: Yeah, but he didn't care. Lafayette's Uh, son of bigotry. You know. You You won't fight, I hate you. That's the only time he doesn't like.
0: What was what was with Lafayette's boner for America? I have no idea. (laughs) What did it arise from?
1: (laughs) Arise. I'm just imagining, Uh, like when I said that, literally as the words were coming out of my mouth, I imagine the French flag being like raised up. Nice. So Lafayette's boner is the French flag, and it rises from America. (laughs) This is making. I've only had like three sips of this.
0: Okay, but now, now that we've gone over the paragraph that we all know, and the two paragraphs of. Commissioned and military information. One. It's now time for the drama to begin. Oh my god. So, we get to the paragraph, and this one's very important to kind of compare the before and after shots. They're
1: all important, just talk.
0: I said it's important to compare the before and after shots, especially with this one. Um, so... What we, what we see the paragraph as now, it reads, I anticipate by sympathy the pleasure you must feel from the sweet converse of your dear self in the enclosed letters. Um, so, speaking to John and that using that second person as he's been throughout that entire letter, but if you look at the original microfilms, um, what Hamilton originally wrote down was, I sympathize with my friend in the pleasure he must feel from the sweet converse of his dear part in the enclosed letters so in the original hamilton stopped addressing john as, as you and my dear and all of the lovely sweet nothings that he would whisper more to him proof
1: that he put the letter down and picked it up again later yeah something super Maybe. hard shifted and yeah like,
0: Holy so he goes from the, you know the very sweet you know the yous and the my dears and now he just completely distances himself and makes it completely impersonal and goes to he. he's like I hope whoever this man is it is the husband him. of of this Martha Manning I hope Lawrence? never I hope it. he likes these letters I don't know who he is but hopefully he likes these letters you know
1: ouch
0: yeah it's it's aggressive passive aggressive but it's aggressive But then it's interesting because he goes back and then he softens it up. And maybe it was like he felt he was too angry in the moment. He put it
1: down for a while. Yeah. And was like,
0: I was too hard on my boyfriend. He's
1: never
0: going to write to me again after this. So he made it nice. (laughs) But the funny thing is, you know, I reading this on a crappy microfilm scan, several (laughs) centuries that I can make it out, that means Lawrence can make it out. He knew what, he, what, what Hamilton originally said. Also,
1: it should be noted, this is the point where I think John Church stopped the letter. Like, he didn't yes. include any more after this point. point. He, didn't in, he didn't include any of the part where Hamilton says, I have just learned you have a wife. From that point on, it was gone. Yeah. So yeah, is. we we usually
0: just think of it as those five words that have been crossed out. But um, no, P didn't publish yeah, any of it. Half of the letter was not published. The rest was in some other guy's like compendium it was like the of compilation. Life yeah, of I forget who. Um, I can look
1: it
0: up, hang on. So, as we go further into this, into this paragraph, um, we see that Hamilton has finally learned about Martha Manning, and this is also interesting, I keep saying that a lot um, but this is, if you think, Hamilton and Lawrence met August 1777 it is now April 1779 so about a year and a half has passed um, they've known each other they've loved each other it's a very deep relationship that they have with each other and they, they don't seem to hold many secrets from one another so imagine Hamilton's surprise a year and a half into this, this friendship or whatever you would like to call it And he finds out that Lawrence, one, is married, two, has a child, who are in a different country and haven't seen him in several years. And then this is just all dumped. And it's not like Lawrence was like, hey, by the way, I haven't told you this, but I'm married and have a child. This is Hamilton receiving a letter from some other guy who's just like being a courier and passing these letters along he's like you know lawrence give him these letters and then hamilton finds out that lawrence is not the bachelor that he thought he was so
1: so the letter was except for the postscript omitted in john church's life of hamilton or whatever but It's included in Henry Cabot Lodge's The Works of Alexander Hamilton, which was published in 1904. So these letters didn't resurface until 1904. Jeez. That's a long time. Reveal
0: the gay at the government. Please reveal the gay letters of of Hamilton and Lawrence and provide free access to all of them. No, this is important. this. This is important. We need to share this with the world. Um... So, another question I get a lot about the ending of this paragraph, where it kind of stops It goes, She speaks of a daughter of yours well when she left England, perhaps. This, so there's, it's kind of on this weird part of the the letter where it's at a crease in the paper, and that makes it difficult to make out. Um, It does appear that it may also have been crossed out. It's hard to tell. Whether it was you know smudged or crossed out or whether it was crossed out by Hamilton or his son or what, but um, that just section of the paper is is not easy. I will say it to did read. look like the
1: marks were the tinier ones, like the ones Hamilton used. Yeah. When John Church would mark things out, he'd use the long dark scratches. Mm-hmm. So if it was marked out, it was probably Hamilton who marked it out, yeah. which meant he probably edited it to something else, which yes. we also can't see.
0: Yeah, it's. So, yeah. It's all
1: ripped off. Like, you really, it's not. Yeah, I've tried a to piece.
0: look at it. It's a lot harder to analyze than. The five words were already a, a beast and know themselves. so. Um, now, this one, which is like. Um, I think I've posted the microphone of it, or you can find it on the Library of Congress. Um, it's just not in a good place to make out anything. Um, so, unfortunately, those words won't, will, will never probably be fully known. Um, but from this paragraph. We, we have the transition into what we touched on at the beginning which is Hamilton's so-called pursuit of a wife and was it though? so in the final product we have and now my dear as we are upon the subject of a wife of wife or of a wife of wife what do I have in my thing
1: oh it is just of wife what I think it was of a wife that would be what makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So in the final version of this paragraph, we have, And now, my dear, as we are upon the subject of wife, I empower and command you to get me one in Carolina. Um, and the way I've interpreted the original to be... It's not even how laid. you interpreted
1: it. It's like how it looks.
0: I'm just saying it's very... There's a lot of edits going on here, so it's a little bit subjective. But I stand firm in the opinion that mine is the correct one. So I've I've come up with the final product, which reads, "Jack, I empower and command you to get me a wife in Carolina," which is an incredible yeah, sentence. Mm. Um, so how I've reached this is a lot of people are wondering: Is it does he say, "My dear Jack," or you know how does he start this? Um, based on the indentations of his paragraphs, he's very consistent in his spacing and the first lines of his paragraphs. Um, So if you compare these lines to to his previous paragraphs, Jack is in line with where he has normally started um, his paragraphs, which speaks to it being the first word. Um, Additionally, the ink on Jack is very dark, which would correspond to him dipping his quill at the beginning of the paragraph, and then the first word is going to be a little um, heavier and darker than the words that follow. Uh, And then he inserted, and now my dear, in that kind of space he left, in that indent at the start of the paragraph, and similarly, and is the, is the darker letter of that group because you know he's dipped his quill and started the sentence again, um, and inserted that in the indent, and then he's inserted things above the sentence and crossed out things, and there's a lot going on, um, many edits, um, but that's the conclusion that I've reached there. Um, but I really like the the Jack. I empower and command you to find me a wife in Carolina, is is just so, it's very straightforward. You know, in the in the final we get this nice kind of transition. It's like, yeah, okay, now that I've talked about your wife, you're going to find me a wife, you know. It's very, it's very teasing. It's very snarky. Um, but in the first one, it's just, you have a wife, I command you to get me a wife now. Jack. Which again, <laughs> I like again, even
1: more if he didn't call yes. him by pet names unless he wanted to be snarky. I think that's exactly what it was. Because, because we I, don't see any other that's instance. That's the name that his dad and his, um, his uncle and his, like, his family yeah. would call him. So I can imagine him not wanting to use it as an adult because it's kind of like, you're a kid. I'm yeah, also side
0: note, like there is literally no evidence of like any of the aides or anything calling Lawrence Jack except for so this one instance use that name this anymore. is the one instance from Hamilton that we
1: see Jack and it's the one instance That's where a... Hamilton is this angry at him. he's an angry bitch and, he's <laughs> and then he this. marks it out after he yeah. does all of his edits and most of his edits are softening up the, the blow of the rest of the letter so if this is in the same thread softening the blow the fact that that word's marked out yeah, That's probably, suggestive. probably didn't have the best connotation Ooh. so now that. So that was now, a fun
0: sentence? Yes. Now that Lawrence is, is set on finding Hamilton a wife, let's figure out just exactly what Hamilton was looking for in his so called wife. Or was he even looking for a wife? As we've said, the answer is no. And I am of the opinion that not only was this paragraph just Hamilton, you know, joking around with his bro, as bros are wont to do, I am on, <laughs> like on a tangent. I'm on a tangent. Um, I think that there is a possibility that ha- Hamilton's descriptions of his ideal wife are actually descriptions of Lawrence. You
1: could have said that from the start.
0: but we gotta introduce the point.
1: No, you don't. yes, we do. Also, you have literally a comment here. For, for oh, no no no, no, no. we got to we got to we got no Shoot. we gotta no. we, Only we gotta comments. build it up.
0: We gotta build it up. We gotta get there. We can't just we no, can't we just can spoil just that. Off that one. No.
1: I gotta get that. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, point number one. You're going to take something that's potentially funny and make it very unfunny. Okay, and then you do it. She wrote hand jobs. Yes. Yeah, for dexterity.
0: He was talking about hand jobs. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> so, first sentence. Such a wife as I want will, I know, be difficult to be found, but if you succeed, it will be the stronger proof of your
1: zeal and dexterity. Again.
0: Dexterity. Suggestive. You you
1: wrote hand jobs, which in itself would have been funny. And then you comment on your own comment. Dexterity most often refers to skill with one's uh, potential (laughs) sexual innuendo. With Hamilton, it's certainly possible. That was the initial Is that a good impression of how you would say that? Yes. Yeah.
0: That was the initial (laughs) I I have done like kind of a breakdown of this before, so I just kind of copied the comments that I made, but in essence, hand jobs.
1: Oh, you could have just left it there. Then We're delete all smart it. smart enough.
0: Um, I'm not
1: deleting it because it's proof of
0: how nerdy you are. Okay. Um, first description. Take her description. She must be young, handsome. Um, I, lay most, uh, well, I don't want to break this up. So she must be young and handsome. Lauren's safe to say young and handsome. Pretty straightforward. Um I lay most stress upon a good shape. Um, I don't even want to say what my comment is on this one because if I do say it, then it's going to become this is going to become like fanon and canon, and I will just. Start if you would have
1: read *The Conqueror* by Gertrude, what's her face? At think or whatever. I don't know. Apparently, Lawrence was so attractive, he sent a shock through the room every time he, he did come in. He did. So, he was great. Check.
0: Um, oh, no, I'm talking about the comment that I made on the side here for this one. Oh, the... <laughs> what were you thinking of?
1: The last one, where it's... I, well, I
0: talked about that one already. So, Hamilton says, I oh. lay most stress upon a good shape. Wait,
1: can we back up for a second? Yes. The young and handsome thing... I wrote that it's ironic because he was like trying to get Kitty Livingston to agree to marry him <laughs> and she's like 26. She's, she's much older than him. And at that point in time, that was very old for a woman to be unmarried. She was able to get lesbian away it because she was rich. Lesbian. Also maybe that, who knows. We're going to fan fan cast that. Yep. Uh, uh yeah. But she was a lot older than him. And then now he's saying she must be young. And then he isn't marrying a girl who's, like, three years younger than him. Two or three? I don't know. Two? But, yeah. Or were they even that much younger? No. There's also the whole controversy oh, about yeah. his ages, So who knows? That's true. But even if you pick the younger version, like the 55 or 57 yeah. birth date, she's still younger than him. Yeah. So...
0: Lawrence is older either way, either by six months or, like, two years and six months. Oh, no, sorry, not why am I saying six? It's, like, three. Two. End of October to early January.
1: Yep, anyway. Um, well-bred, aversion to the We No, the we time. didn't
0: discuss my... The I lay most stress upon a good shape. Which I think is also suggestive. It's,
1: it's, why do you think that's suggestive of him as a top...
0: Because he's laying his stress upon a good shape.
1: Okay, that's too far. Like, there's there's a difference between, like, he's good at innuendo and whatever that is.
0: He's laying his stress oh my God. upon...
1: Stress is not,
0: it's not a stress. penis word. No, no, it's, I'm not saying it's penis. It's, like, <laughs> the force of the act. <laughs> speed captions where it's just wheeze <laughs> yes. that's what i just did <laughs> stress <laughs> that's, that's a new one we're gonna use that the just stress sex is stressful okay uh but anywho i've said <laughs> this is
1: the, he uses is, so many is, penis words that is, we're making
0: them up No, I, it's, I just said it's not a penis word. No, but
1: with him, you literally like any word in the letter could possibly mean.
0: He said the word the, the it's penis? talking about his dick.
1: It has to be. It's Hamilton we're talking about here.
0: Anywho. Um, <laughs> but, and, so, could this be suggestive of the no. fact that Hamilton was a top? No it's definitely not maybe it was literally
1: anything he says could go either way but also who cares
0: but it's fun because everyone in like the the fandom is like hamilton is power bottom but here we go hamilton's like excuse me he's power
1: in whichever position
0: he's yes he just owns his sexuality
1: i feel you're, you're gonna know all of my head cannons eventually because that's the kind of person i am you have to know my opinions but either position he's in, he's gonna want some kind of control. So. Oh, definitely.
0: Are you playing the whiskey bottle now? Okay. Now that we spend twenty minutes on the first like <laughs> five words <Stress>. of this, <laughs> um, she must be sensible. A little learning will do. Um, Lawrence, as we know, is pretty well educated. Going pretty to sensible. Uh, yeah, he's a pretty sensible so guy. So
1: his passion choices.
0: Yeah, Well is he even that sensible in his real life He's just kind of going around he, doing rash things He
1: feels a lot of things Which is what sensible meant
0: Oh um, true um, But he's also well learned <clears throat> He, he yeah. went to, to Europe for his education He's a fancy rich boy You know um, Well bred well yes um, Lawrence is definitely well bred um, But she must have tongue. an aversion To the word ton um, With ton Ton meaning kind of the the upper echelons of society
1: Um, explain that further because I feel like people don't know what that word means yeah when I first read it without any context or understanding of like jargon of this time period ton looks like a money word like when he says well bread but must have an aversion to the word ton it made me think of like money
0: it could be from my like brief just kind of google define ton and then you go to like the little google part where it's like I had no idea
1: what I was thinking back
0: then yeah um, according to Google, it's like the 18, like the ancient, not the ancient, quite ancient, um, an archaic form of the, of usage of the word is to mean um, fashionable society, high society, that kind of thing. And Lordy so definitely
1: had that because he was a baby communist.
0: Yeah, he had an aversion to, to that part of society. So he was well bred, but he wasn't. Just guy you know, would have had
1: the biggest boner for Marx if he was alive during that time period. Oh my god. It would have been so funny to watch them interact after Because <laughs> like, Hamilton like is capitalism when you think about it. Yeah. A little bit. A little
0: bit. Um but I think this makes sense for Hamilton though, because like he wanted he wanted like the recognition and like the power of like I don't know how to describe it like he wanted to be like recognized by high society but at he the same wanted time
1: recognition to be Useful.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, a high society is always kind of what like looked down upon him and was like, you you know. So it's like he wanted the recognition from, but without being like.
1: When you're in fully your own house and like you're trying to be comfortable, you won't be judged all the time. Yeah. So of course he'd want someone who doesn't like judge him like everyone mm-hmm. on the top. You know. Mm-hmm. Kind of sweet. And then he goes on chased chast how do you say that word chast Chast. that's one of those words that I only ever read (sighs) no one says chast
0: you also say peculiarity weird
1: peculiarity
0: you're adding an L
1: peculiarity you're saying like
0: peculiarity
1: (laughs) February February
0: in February. February we watch Buzzfeed Unsolved in this household we do we stand one BuzzFeed show. That's true. We stand one BuzzFeed show. We stand, <laughs> we stand two boys. <laughs> oh,
1: goodness. Are, yeah. you, are you
0: more of a Shane or are you more of the Ryan Burger in this situation? Obviously,
1: I'm being Ryan tonight because I'm wheezing and saying words wrong.
0: <laughs> am I, am I Shane because I'm like very serious with <laughs> <about> everything <laughs> All I say? But I'm obnoxious? like, yes. Yes. Exactly.
1: Okay, moving okay. on. So, chaste and tender. tender. I am an enthusiast in my notions of fidelity and fondness.
0: So this one, I kind of, um, my thoughts are, um, there's like a fidelity and a fondness in the, in the relationship between Hamilton and Lawrence. You know, they're very, they spent the past year and a half together, very close, um, very, you know, very um, affectionate, fairly emotionally expressive. Um, but I also said, kind of like the the chaste and the fidelity kind of aspect could be another jab at Lawrence over the whole, I just found out you have a wife thing, and we've been like seeing each other this whole time. Oh so yeah, no, and absolutely, you told is him taking it so to like, at She, he must be, you I know, mean, there must be fidelity, and he must be loyal.
1: Even not, and, not even to him. And it, it can also be like you're being unfaithful to your wife. Yeah. Like me. Yep so I value fidelity. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Get your act together, boy. Ripping wigs off. Um, it
0: says, of some good nature, a great deal of generosity. She must neither love, not money, nor scolding, for I dislike equally a termagant and an economist. Um, <laughs> oeconomist. economist! <laughs> an economist.
1: Economist. She must hate an economist like me.
0: Yes. <laughs> No economics majors in this household. Wow, forbidden. Um,
1: My only friends
0: are. So it's interesting majors. because Lawrence was very rich to the point where he like never tracked his spending. Like that speaks a lot to how much money he had. If you don't need to worry about how much you're spending, First you're, of rich. All, you scare yes, <laughs> you're rich. me um, Yes, you're rich. But at the same time. You know he was about he didn't take pay for his military services, which was more because he's like it's we should serve in the military and like it's a like you no know, I think it was more of like an of
1: Imagine if he did take pay. Yeah, while be there are people who aren't getting their yeah. paycheck that are like, yeah not wealthy.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't look good. It'd be really um, also, he talked a little bit about equal distribution of wealth, mainly when there was a fire in Charleston and he was like wow I heard about this fire. I'm sad if it affected, like, you know, the middle class, but if it burned down, like, the rich people's houses, then fantastic. Because. Either
1: he was being, like, a baby communist, or. He was being like, I hope it only affected people who can rebuild their lives. I hope it didn't hurt anyone. Oh, no, can. he didn't
0: say that. Yeah. He was like, I, it was I wish more, it burned down the, the rich people's houses it because were, direct, it will... Like, I
1: want it to have burned these people's houses. Yeah.
0: No, because he says, he says, like, then it will contrib- uh, contribute to distributing wealth. Like, it wasn't like, oh, because they can afford. He was like, I hope it burned down their houses because then it's going to, like, equalize the state in terms of, like, the distribution of money. That's like, Wow.
1: He's like, eat the rich, and everyone's like, you are the rich. And
0: he's like, ah. You got me there. <laughs> uh, what's that? There's like the one, I think it's like from Malcolm in the Middle. It's like, they're being a bunch of bitch ass white boys, and they're like, I hate to break it to you, but you are a bitch ass white boy. Malcolm like, in the Middle
1: was the best of. That's, TV that's shows. I started watching in I never watched that. I never watched that. Like, eight. There are themes on there that an eight-year-old should not have Really? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Like, what? I don't know, off the top of my head. Like, sexual and violent themes. I didn't realize
0: it was that kind of show.
1: It's like PG-13. Okay. I don't
0: know. Um, ooh, a good line that <laughs> Lin-Manuel Brought up for us earlier. The only thing um, that he caught on to. In politics, I am indifferent what side she may be of. I think I have arguments that will easily convert her to mine. Which we think um, is suggestive of Lauren's having his very radical ideas that may not be the most well thought out. And, you no, know, he's kind of being extreme and then... We have Hamilton kind of being the one to
1: You're argue this with you very long. you
0: don't say it.
1: If this is talking about Lawrence, if all these other things are describing him, then this is basically saying it's possible that they debated political ideas with John in a similar way. Um, if it is about him having a wife, again, it's casual sexism, but we already know that about him, so it's not that interesting of a description to pull from this. Like, step up your game, Lynn. Yeah. But if it's about John, they definitely had some political arguments that blunted John's more idealistic views.
0: Hence the Will Smith gif. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got the right idea. He's a little confused.
0: Yeah, he's got, the spirit. He's got the spirit. I'll put it in the Um As to religion, a moderate stock will satisfy me. Um, um, you know, he was from a Christian family. He never but after his brief thought that he may enter the seminary amazing gay um, <laughs> um, other than that he really never talked about religion in his at least in the surviving letters that we have so yeah he's you know he's kind of a religious man but not to the point where it's like it's engulfed his life
1: if you're um, gay and you're religious and th- at this point in time though gay wasn't really an identity but sodomy yeah. was something that like if you did it as an action was seen as like an unforgivable sin to society but at the same time they're telling you God forgives all sins so you really gonna have to figure out like how am I gonna understand religion versus the way they're telling me versus the way that actually makes sense in reality? It's
0: it's a lot it's, to juggle.
1: Anyone who life. does that in modern day can probably sympathize a little bit and understand. Like there are conflicts that you have to brush out on your own. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're having like PTSD.
0: There's a reason it took me like twenty years to realize I was gay. As There's hell. a reason
1: you didn't have a teenage angst phase. A little bit. The power of Jesus. It was. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're getting some character development on Tumblr user John Lawrence.
0: <laughs> you, you already knew this about me. There's nothing new.
1: Coming out of my cage, and I'm
0: and you're just, just fine. fine. <sighs> gotta, gotta be down because I want okay. it all. Anyway, um, but as to fortune, and the larger stock of that, the better. Yeah, so Hamilton, he's like, I ain't got no money, so
1: she needs to have to some take money. take your broke ass home. And Lawrence is like, I got money. I will take care of you, baby. It's okay. Anyway, now we're sounding less and less like good authorities on this subject. <laughs> okay.
0: But it gets interesting, though, because he goes on, he's like, um, uh... It must needs be that my wife, if I get one, bring at least a sufficiency to administer to her own
1: extravagancies. You skipped over my article. Oh, I in forgot about that. Line. Sorry, I forgot about so that. So you one. know my temper and circumstances, and will therefore pay special attention to this article in my treaty. He's basically like, you know my temper. So does that mean that he's like, the kind of person who buys a lot of shit? I don't know. I don't know what temper means in this context. What do you think? I don't know. That's a good question. We know what circumstances means and why it's important
0: that he pays yeah, attention I don't, to it. What
1: does temper have to do with money? Does Maybe it his, do you mean me like, like more like? I They thinking, always cite his temper as why he gets sick all the time.
0: I was thinking more like temper as in like his feelings about this matter, like you know my temper. Oh yeah, probably
1: about this and my circumstances. That's probably right. See, this is like why reading these. Letters is so hard. Because yeah. in context, like John would probably know what that means. It'd probably be a word they, they'd like discussed in the past. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he goes on to say special attention to this article in the treaty. He uses the word treaty like, here's the terms of me forgiving you for not telling me you had a wife. This is my treaty to you. Like, Jesus. <laughs> It's very dramatic, but it also kind of really emphasizes that he's upset right now. And there, like, there's a yeah. conflict here. Yeah,
0: this isn't like, this isn't him being serious, saying, This is
1: what I want to watch. Hey, this bro, him, find me a wife. He's like, This is hey, him bro, calling you're breaking out, my heart. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is him calling out Lawrence and being like, You know what? You, you know, I'm finding out about your wife here, but guess what, bro? I'm like already your wife. I can't believe you're <laughs> cheating on your own wife with your other wife. And this is this is what I'm looking for in my wife, which is you. And it's very I'm talking in circles now, but you get what I'm saying. Where's
1: the other part of the letter? Like the beginning part. What do you mean? I want to compare the first paragraph to the handwriting of this letter. What part. first paragraph? Of this letter. Oh, I mean like the very I really very do believe that he wrote it in separate sittings. Was right there. <clears throat> it's hard to tell because it's also faded. And it's been edited so heavily that, like, you can't even look at the handwriting in one context beside each other. Yeah, no, it all looks the same. Yeah. But, like, even within the same paragraphs, like, it doesn't... It's... Who knows? It's such a mess. It's a big mess. We're going to put this up on the video so you can see. how such a, a mess. mess. Hamilton's a mess. Everyone's a mess. The smudges are all his tear stains.
0: Probably. Probably. <laughs> or Lawrence's. You never know. Maybe.
1: He gets it and starts crying. breaking up with me.
0: Now that we've seen Hamilton's description of his... Ideal
1: wife We get this last sentence
0: You will wait, be pleased Wait 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 hang on hang, hang on
1: One more thing about the treaty thing If yeah. he was saying I empower and command you He would have just said Pay special attention To this demand Or this command So obviously he's not like He's not saying I'm telling you to do this for me He's saying mm-hmm. I'm upset with you Here's the terms of What's happening from here Like I don't know. Yeah No. I, get, I, get I made myself sad It is uh... sad <laughs> Oh Hamilton
0: this entire letter I've also drank about half of this oh my God. slow down <laughs> um, so now in this final sentence we get originally I will note this is an important one too we, we originally have um, you'll be pleased to recollect in your negotiation that I have no invisible, invincible antipathy to a uh, legible I am willing to take the trouble of a legible upon myself then the final we get NB, which is no to Bene or note well. You will be pleased to recollect in your negotiation that I have no invincible antipathy to the maidenly beauties, and that I'm willing to take the trouble of them upon myself. So first of all we get this NB inserted beginning. So not only so we have this entire sentence that's all pretty important. Yeah. So yeah, so this sentence, the maidenly beauties, you know, it's it's kind of suggestive of a first time experience, and the possibilities of, of Hamilton and Lawrence. Well, first let's back up. So
1: note well. Well, I was gonna add that at the end. Recollect, kind of like, like, remember in your negotiations. He a lot of times in this letter, like there. We're gonna get there when we talk about the five alert five five words or whatever. Um, remember, when you're doing this, so he's saying like we've done this before. You should know.
0: Note well that I am good with the maidenly beauties. Note just so it's not like, this is a common, like, note note well that I'm good with with this group of people.
1: Maidenly beauties can mean a lot of things. It really can. It's not even necessarily just, like... Sexual. Sexual virginity, but it can also mean, like, women in general, like, women's problems that he knows about, like... Maidenly Beauties as in, like, like women are harder to please than men to other men. I I don't know. Like, any of those things. But the fact that it's italicized in the way that it is, and that he's telling Lawrence to recollect it, kind of does imply that he's saying, you know that I, you you know, Lawrence, that I have no problem Mm -hmm. helping people who are inexperienced and taking that trouble upon myself. So I think the trouble also I feel like adds to that sexual kind of the fact that trouble is also heavily yeah. emphasized is also suggestive. Yeah. Also, when he wrote the "nota bene" part, was how did that look? It's underlined. It's underlined. It's super emphasized as well. I find it. We'll put it in the video. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get YouTube famous for this. You are. <laughs> are my three videos that are completely useless. So
0: he inserts yeah. <laughs> a note of Bene and he underlines. Not only does he insert note of Bene, then he underlines the note of Bene.
1: He puts a little arrow to show where it's supposed to go, just yeah. so you can't miss it. Also, he underlines Maidenly Beauties and underlines Trouble. It's not like italicized. Yeah.
0: And Maidenly Beauties was originally something else that I haven't been able to make out, but I feel like if I made it out, it would be. Very interesting. What do you mean it was something else? Because he initially wrote two A and then you can see this is written over another word. Starting with like the deadly beauties.
1: Probably a maidenly beauty or something. What he wrote over here. A maidenly partner. I'm spitballing. I can't yeah. see what it says. Have to, i have to I've looked at it before, i have to look at In it. In any case he's if he wrote if he replaced a maidenly partner and told John that he would recollect it. That's even more suggested, but yeah. it's... He might have censored himself a little bit.
0: Yeah. Knows. I also have to look at that more to figure out exactly what it was that he was writing over, but it was it was something else initially. that um, would be
1: hilarious if he censored himself. Slow clap. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, tried. He tried a little bit in the letter
0: at certain points. So now we reach... Another famous paragraph. Not, uh, overall... Infamous (laughs) paragraph. Oh, infamous. Infamous, indeed. Um, so Hamilton begins, if you should not readily meet with a lady that you think answers my descriptions, you can only advertise in the public papers, and doubtless you will hear of many competitors for most of the qualifications qualifications required, who will be glad to become candidates for such a prize as I am.
1: Well, people have, like, tried to say that this was talking about, like, what was it, like...
0: I, I've seen some people saying, like, it's about, like, Hamilton having, like, to compete with other men to, to like, win over hilarious. the ladies, and... He literally makes himself the No, prize. what he's saying here, he's being incredibly vain. He's saying, the ladies will be, like, falling over themselves and fighting with each other to date me. Considering because how I'm amazing
1: McHenry and the other aides make fun of him for being, like the main attraction at Washington's parties and stuff with the nobility. I don't actually doubt that. Like, I think it's possible that he was the one that the women fawned over, but not necessarily in, like, a sexual context. Maybe it was just like, oh, look at this pretty boy. You're so cute. He's fun to talk to, and he likes, like, flirting with me, so I enjoy talking to him. We all have that one friend who's, like, the boy that all the girls like to hang around. That's Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Anyway. (laughs) It's not necessarily sexual. They just like him because he's fun to talk to.
0: It probably was. He's probably entertaining.
1: (laughs) Because he's a lightweight. Anyway. Yes. Oh, definitely.
0: (laughs) He was major lightweight. And he just gets drunk and starts making a fool of himself and entertains everyone.
1: So. (laughs) This line. So, no, here's the sentence. So, this sentence. To excite their emulation, it will be necessary for you to give an account of the lover. His size, make, quality of mind and body, achievements, expectations, fortune, etc. In drawing my picture, you will no doubt be civil to your friend. Mind you, do justice to the length of my nose, and don't forget that I bleep noise. <laughs> okay, so oh. let's back up. It will be necessary for you to give an account of the lover.
0: I feel like you skipped the, like, the to I excite. Really, uh, to excite their emulation. That's, that's not really important. Our...
1: We all know what the oh, goal is. I'm just saying it's is. very sexual. The goal here is to make them imagine him in a sexual scenario. Yes. And he's empowering John to draw that picture. I'm, like, fiddling with things.
0: You're making noises on the microphone.
1: I don't know what people don't understand about the fact that him empowering John to give an account of the lover automatically implies that John understands what the lover is. Is you know, for like to you give you an account of it, you must
0: know it. And to right. know it.
1: He must have experienced it. Yes. Also, he's saying like extremely explicit details that he wants John to give. About his body and his penis. And it's not just, like,
0: <laughs> it's, like, specifically down to, like, the length of my dick. It's not just, like, oh, you know, it's 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 a good dick. It's, like, you know how specifically me. long it is. And I want you to remember oh how long my dick is. Now that you've, you know, I realize you have this wife, we but, give like... give John
1: Church so much crap for censoring this, but, like he's saving lives (laughs) he's doing the good work (laughs) this is explicit it's it really is if people read this that weren't john i could imagine like the fact that john kept this letter is so ballsy to me still (laughs) like he's like he's keeping his boyfriend's (laughs) sex what he's doing he's saving the nudes
0: when when i posted
1: the five words post and everyone was making dick pic jokes like this isn't a dick pic this is literally like a 3d printed dildo yes it's very it really is just like here's what it looks like like imagine me describe me experience me
0: And then we should touch on, <laughs> you know, what those five words could be. Anyway,
1: so he, he goes on, In drawing my picture, you'll be, no doubt be civil to your friend. Mind you do justice to the length of my nose. Again, like the the dick. And don't forget that I bleep. So, I'll link the post where I describe kind of the methodology behind how we sort of came up with our theory of what those words say. But... Back to the concept of Hamilton repeats the same word over and over again in the same paragraph. In drawing my picture, you will no doubt be civil to your friend, mind you do justice to the length of my nose, and don't forget that I never spared you of pictures. If that's what it actually says, he's basically saying, don't forget that we did this in the past so you know how to describe it. He's, he's, he's telling John to remember all the times that they've been lovers. And that's pretty damning. So I, I see why it was marked out, if that's what that says. Yeah.
0: Like, it's like, you can kind of almost make an excuse for it if it's just, you know, forgetting the five words. I mean, like, these men are living in close quarters... They no, they've probably seen each other naked at some point, so it's it's not like no, unheard of that he would have like. He's
1: liked, saying, draw my picture as a. Lover. That's
0: yeah. So that's so that's kind of adding, to the, to the suggestiveness. But then you get like not only draw pictures, Lord, but then I never spared you, of pictures is like I've like intentionally made you experience. You are the authority this. figure
1: of me in this position yes. specifically.
0: Which says a lot.
1: Yeah, it's compounding on like multiple innuendos like Maidenly Beauties Account of the Lover. and all the drawing my picture. Never spared you of pictures. It's it's really it's compounding, like it's building the full story. We have every is, It really is. (laughs) And then he goes through and he kind of looks at what he wrote. And I'm, again, this I think he wrote this letter in multiple sittings. And this maybe was part that he wrote after he'd done all of the edits that we looked at. Are there any edits in this specific paragraph? Um, yes. Yes, there's a good one. Um,
0: so in the end we get... Um, after reviewing what I have written, I'm ready to ask myself what could have put it into my head to hazard this... Jou de Follet. I don't speak French so I apologize if I butchered that um, do I want a wife no I have plagues enough without desiring to add to that number that greatest of all originally he wrote um, fairly similar but uh, an interesting addition um, and now having written and reviewed this jeu de Follet, what could have put it in my head to write so much nonsense even more um, if we're not already getting the point enough that he, he was kidding in that previous paragraph. Originally, he was calling the wife talk a bunch of nonsense. He's like, do I actually want a wife? No. It's ridiculous. Why would I actually want you to go and find me a wife when I have you? You know? So, as I said before, he, he literally explicitly says, do I want a wife? No. Was that last couple of paragraphs in, when, where he's describing a life and what he's looking for in lover was he actually saying, Lawrence, I want you to go out and find me a lady and bring her back to me and we're going to get married. Absolutely not. So there was a lot of, he's like I said, he's kind of like describing Lawrence as a lover in these descriptions of his ideal wife. He's criticizing Lawrence for hiding his information about his um, about his wife for the past year and a half he's like remember all the times that we shared in our bed together very explicitly let me remind you about how good i am in bed don't you forget it and he's just like no i i wasn't serious like i don't want a wife you're you're what i want and you're enough and i'm mad at you a little bit but also i love you
1: And then he goes on and he says, if I were silly enough to do it, I should take care how I employ a proxy. And that also adds emphasis to the fact that he's not asking John to find him a wife. He wouldn't want someone running around saying these things unless he was actually ready to find a wife and settle down. So trying to claim that he was actually telling someone to do that is ridiculous. Like all these people who keep saying he's actually asking John to find him a wife. No, look at this line. He's saying, if I were doing that, I would take care how I employ it. He's not gonna ask John to do that. (laughs) And he's not gonna do it in the way that he described where he's saying advertise in the papers. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. He wouldn't, (laughs) like, that's absolutely absurd and he knows that John's gonna know it's absurd. And he wouldn't say it to anyone else because anyone else probably also wouldn't take him seriously, but he wouldn't have a reason to say that. He's not that close to that many people.
0: And we get a little bit more Innuendo at the end, is if we didn't have enough already. So he says, Did I mean to show my wit? Um, which has a couple of meanings. One, um, it's actually Shakespearean slang for penis again. So, did I mean to show my dick? Maybe. I, I did describe it fairly well. Um, but it's also just so kind did of saying. You sing- get the
1: package that I sent. <laughs>
0: Um, but it can also just kind of refer to, we're humor. getting at before, yeah, just Yuck. his humor. You know, he's like, did I just mean to, like, be be really silly and lighthearted and just funny? And then Which is next... also funny because he, as we said before, he spent, like, ten hours editing this thing. Right. And he's like, and did I just line... mean to be funny for a little bit? Fuck no. Yeah. The next no. line
1: literally slaps that idea down. It's like, if I did, I'm sure I missed my aim. And that's kind of, did I mean to make a joke? If I did, I think I'd be doing it wrong because I'm in a lot of pain right now. <laughs> like, that, ouch. Like, he, he's trying to be sarcastic and funny and kind of humorous. Like, you can kind of tell, like, maybe from this letter we know that Hamilton's the kind of person who puts his guard up by making jokes and being funny and, oh my god, why am I making myself sad? Anyway. <laughs>
0: did I only intend to frisk? and this I have succeeded,
1: but I have done more. So, Frisk, in this case, is probably, like, to shake John or disarm him, like, make him uncomfortable. And he's saying, like, that I have definitely done. Which is kind of, like, a little confident, like, yeah, Yeah, your intention came across, but he's probably right. Like, if I got this letter, I'd be very upset. I'd be like, what the fuck is happening? I'm being broken up with, and I fucked up, and they're upset. You can- It comes through that he's very upset. Anyway.
0: I still feel like it could be another meaning to frisk. Which is- What's like- Um, Hold on. There's there's like the obvious frisk, which is like-
1: I don't think there's a search sexual to meaning to frisk. No, no,
0: I'm not saying it's a search of sexual meaning. Um, There's a meaning to like- Like to frolic and to, to leap playfully and things like that. And it's just like being very like playful and lighthearted. Which I think- Couldn't be another interpretation where he's like, did I mean to frisk? Like, did I just mean to, like, have some fun with this and, you know, just kind of enjoy myself in this brief little romp of wordplay? And he was like, yeah, I enjoyed myself. This was, you know, it it was stupid and it was ridiculous, but I enjoyed myself. But not only did I enjoy myself, I've gratified my feelings by lengthening out the only kind of intercourse now in power with my friend.
1: Intercourse still had the
0: double meaning. Oh, absolutely! That, so. <laughs> Ending it another innuendo, um, Good job, lengthening guys. out gratified my feelings by lengthening out the intercourse that I have with my friend.
1: I mean, of course, it still meant like interaction. And which is,
0: it, it's also, it's not just like, I I like lengthen the intercourse with you, like in like, it's like now he says lengthening out the only kind of intercourse now in power with my friend suggesting there there's another kind of intercourse.
1: There's, there's
0: another kind of intercourse. Hint, hint. That different kind. <laughs> no, it's it, anyway. it kind of draws back to the to the Jesus. by action rather than words line where he's like now like I only have my words now but I wish I had my actions to show you. Here again he's like I only have the, the in this these words. Yes. enclosed. I on, I now only have these words to <sighs> To have intercourse with you, but I wish was, there was the other way to have intercourse Lin-Manuel's with you. Lin Manuel's
1: analysis of this letter, where he talks about Alex's obsession with words. That's a great question. Yeah, Lynn, get on it.
0: Seriously, where
1: was the, where was anything. this
0: scene in ha- in Hamilton?
1: No, but like that <laughs> ties in well to the themes of the play. Like he could have used this letter for that reason, and instead he goes for the idea of Alex thinking that his wife can't be too pretty or he's gonna have competition yeah. which was not even included in this letter
0: it wasn't and then the Hamilton Angelica Eliza love triangle oh my god anyway so um that's the main body of the letter uh, there's a there's brief a postscript where he talks
1: about Fleury I still don't know if I'm saying that name right but anyway.
0: like a fleur-de-lis Fleury? Fleury but it's French no
1: it's like Dairy Queen. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like. McDonald's. McFlurry. I was gonna say it's McDonald's. Oh yeah, just they got finished. the blizzard at Dairy Queen. Yeah, just anyway. finish your point. <laughs> so, oh, Flory had hoped to be named secretary to the French embassy. Um, oh
0: yeah. <laughs> just finish that and will get back to
1: Um, So, Flory at that point had hoped to be named secretary to the French embassy. We see that in a letter from Hamilton to Jay on July 25th, 1779. Um, so that's why he says, Flurry shall be taken care of.
0: Yeah. And then there's, we have a little this summary. whole letter
1: when he says, I've gratified my feelings by lengthening out the only kind of intercourse now in my power to have with my friend. He's basically like, I'm about to have an argument with you, but I will love it because I enjoy spending time with you. And John's like... And I as well. And they both smile at each other and then just start screaming. Pretty much. They're like, I love you and this is going to be great because I like spending time with you.
0: But also I hate you.
1: But also, ah!
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's going Uh, on? (laughs) In summary,
1: what a letter. What a letter. In summary, don't fuck with Alex being upset
0: like wow in summary don't ever he question our dedication f- to analyzing these things because it's been an hour and 40 minutes nice we'll maybe. probably
1: get like 30 minutes of usable
0: content maybe from there. maybe who knows maybe all of you. <laughs> <clothes. laughs> they aren't even gay you want to do it do the whole monologue <laughs> which one do monologue. I, which one's more fitting though with alex or with john Maybe just
1: maybe Reading
0: John John's had sex with women multiple no. multiple <laughs> women <laughs> or maybe he hasn't and I'll take questions on that later put the video. that's Hamilton right now he's like maybe you have a wife and maybe <laughs> multiple, multiple, multiple wives. wives. <laughs> Or maybe you don't. And I'm gonna figure that out.
1: Oh, God.
0: Amazing. I'm wondering how many people would like actually get that reference without me telling them what We're it's about. We're gonna wrong. put the video in. We are, but, but it's a great... It's
1: gonna take for fucking ever to edit.
0: So, that's the April 1779 letter in the opinions of Tumblr users, John Lawrence, and Cicero Profacto.
1: There's a lot of opinions, but also, like...
0: Ours are correct.
1: It's a lot... <laughs> not even necessarily just correct, but... We're looking at it through probably a more accurate lens than...
0: Hopefully. Yeah. A lot of it is, interp- like, interpretive and subjective, but I think a lot of it we try to base out of, you know, the facts that we have of the time and the context that we have available to and us. the fact
1: that we're not trying to summarize this letter by two lines taken out of context yeah. for an interview on a subject about misogyny during a time period when it's everyone's misogynistic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you can't, you can't try and explain that letter out of two lines taken out of context.
0: Oh, no. There's no way. There's so much going on in this letter that it takes us could, almost two hours.
1: <laughs> if I tried to summarize this letter, Alex heard John had a wife and didn't tell him. He was upset and heartbroken and tried to make John understand that with a little bit of humor, but also sharp-tongued humor that would get across the point that, yes, he's hurt, but yes, he also forgives him. Pretty much. I just Just want to know, like, what did John respond with?
0: Don't, did I, he, think, I don't the think the first replied. response the first response that we have is actually one of John's more emotionally charged ones it's the one where he's like my heart is torn between duty and inclination how much I got long to be with you while I don't I think the here. time
1: period matched up though were like the number of days that it would have taken to get oh, this letter Hold on. I don't think that's he just had like it. the next one that we have in terms of what we have right but he wouldn't have had this letter uh, yet where is it like find it
0: Well maybe because if Well we don't even know Officially know the date Of the April 1779 letter It's just been speculated Based on Like the context Of what's going on In the letter Um And then May Well actually Hamilton writes another one May 22nd And then the first one We have from Lawrence To Hamilton Is July 14th
1: That's the first one We have though That's what I'm saying
0: I'm sure he did write more the first one we have is the turn it will relate to you how many violent struggles I have had between duty and inclination, how much my heart was with you while I appear to be most actively employed so here. So by
1: then he feels content and comforted. But
0: um. Oh, so that's a, such a gay line. Which people I feel like people are always like Hamilton wrote all the gay letters and I'm like there's very it's very subtle in John's letters. But, but what he does that write remain. <laughs> Yes. Yes. A lot mean, of maybe those don't
1: exist anymore.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> maybe, just maybe. Maybe. John wrote gay, gay stuff letters
1: <laughs> that could not be kept. Because, like, honestly, who's going to be reading Alex's personal letters? Besides maybe Washington. Because he's a freak. That kind of freak. And by that kind of freak, I mean a completely, like, suspicious crazy man.
0: Yeah, that's
1: fair. We should stop recording.
0: You should. So that's the 1779 letter. I, I'm sure there's probably more questions that exist, but I don't know if I'm up for fielding them at this point. <laughs> Hopefully, we've answered.
1: In real time, we would able
0: anyway. Yeah. It's also like midnight, so. It's all a dick joke. It is. The whole thing. It really is.
1: He boxed him up a, a description of his dick.
0: Dick in a box. Thank you for joining (laughs) us. On that note. On that note, we will leave you.